This is unstructured. Welcome to the show. Today we have with us the ever exuberant Brett Allen from the Open Mic Podcast. How's it going, Brett? Exuberant. I appreciate the pleasantries. Thank you. (laughs) Well, you have more energy than I do. And of course, we're going to take it up to an even higher level because we have Randall Kenneth Jones. Ah! From <laughs> Jones.show. Yes, Randy Jones. Now, that's too formal, and I'm going to have to just start calling him Randy Jones like we do on the side, or just Randy. Now, on that, Randy, why is it Randall Kenneth Jones? Because, Randy, I wanted people to be able to Google me, and Jones is common. Randy Jones is really common. In particular, Randy Jones is the original cowboy in the village people. I did not know that. And oh, it gets better. He's the original cowboy in the village people. And we are Facebook friends. And we have the same birthday. So it's kismet that he comes on your show. So we have, we're trying, we've talked about it. We're trying to work it out. Actually, when he comes to Florida, I really, really, I I mean, how much fun for me to have the same name as the cowboy (laughs) from the village people. I mean, I have maxed this out for decades and so it's time that we finally meet. <laughs> but no, I use my full name just so people can find me, so I can have my own brand online. Without it, I, I would be lost in a sea of other Randy Joneses. Yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't be good. That would suck, actually. It's the technical term. Because nobody would find you, and then when nobody they tried to find, find you, me. they would come up with some senator, probably, who'd been in a scandal somewhere, and that's not a good name to have. Oh, Google Google your own name sometime and you'll find some interesting. Most people will find some really interesting people with very interesting pasts. I'm also on death row in Florida. (laughs) That's the other one. Yes. um, Yeah. I've noticed that it seems like serial killers tend to have three names. (laughs) Of course. That has been pointed out before. That has been pointed out before. So, (laughs) yeah. Thanks for bringing that one up again. Appreciate Hilarious. that. Eric. Yeah. Well, you brought up death row, Randy. I just wanted to continue. This is improv. <laughs> we call that yes and. Yes and. Improv. <laughs> All right. Well, perfect. Now, we brought Randy on to up the professionalism of this little outfit here. Yeah, it's not working out real well, is it? <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that, uh, Brett, you just had a guest that is kind of common to all of us. Yeah, Susan C. Bennett, or the original voice of Siri. So it was a great conversation. I had a lot of fun. It was a a dream come true. I mean, you're talking someone who's been on David Letterman, Leno, the whole gamut, and she was on my little show. Thanks to you, Eric, of course, for introducing me to Randy, Randy coming on my show, and then giving me the opportunity to interview her. So I felt like that was a big trust give and it was great. I had a lot of fun. She was super cool. And I learned a lot about her more than just, you know, the voice of Siri that she was a singer and she's in a band and she's done a lot of cool things outside of just being known as Siri. So it was a lot of fun. We're burying the lead a little bit here too, because Siri, most importantly, is the announcer on Jones Dot Show. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's very true. She's very good to me. I talked to her all the time. I talked, <laughs> nice. to her. I talked to her three minutes before we started this recording. <laughs> well, she we talked about Randy in our show because I asked her a question that I like to ask everybody about, you know, how to give advice, you know, this kind of thing. And she was very honest and said, you know, that's just not her style, her personality upbringing. And that Randy helps her out with a lot of that and is teaching her to, 
do it more. So, well, her social media stuff specifically. Yeah. And she was great, you know, but she did give some really good advice for people who want to do voiceover work or just kind of build a brand for that matter. So it was Mm -hmm. cool. She's tremendous. She's, I mean, she's on her way down to Naples to do an event for me and GW Bailey, Sunshine Kids. She's doing, she's uh, donating her time as a guest at a fundraiser for Sunshine Kids Foundation in Naples. Oh, wow. That's very And, And I'm completely thrilled. GW Bailey has been on my show and he is from Police Academy and Major Crimes. And this is his, his, baby and it helps kids with cancer and susan's coming down to support that and i'm just i'm thrilled i'm absolutely over the moon very that cool she's coming to do that yeah that actually brings us to a good point brett because um see randy he doesn't sound like he's bringing the professionalism but on the side he's actually helping feed questions to get our act together you've talked about <laughs> but that's what i do though i'm a storyteller i'm the storyteller i'm the marketing storyteller dude so produce you're kind of like our producer in a way that we are a coach <laughs> To keep us on track, right? <laughs> I'm technically illiterate, but I do know words. <laughs> Hook it to on phonics were good for me. Using said words. Mentorship is something you're focusing on, Brett. Is that the primary thing behind your show? What is most important to you about the Open Mic Podcast? What are you trying to convey? Well, I think, as always, my audience is the first person in mind when I'm booking people and having them on and talking to them. So I definitely want to hit their talking points. But at the same time, I want to provide them some type of content that they might not normally get from another show or if they do, provide it in a different way. So it's twofold, one for the audience and two for me, because I'm looking to book guests for several different reasons. And one of them is to learn as much as I possibly can. I'm considering maybe hiring somebody at some point to maybe coach me through some things because I'm really trying to figure out how not to turn this podcast into a business per se, but to develop some sort of business out of it, if that makes any sense. Uh And so Uh I think that's what I want to do. And I don't necessarily know that I could create a business with the type of interview show that I have, but maybe within some of the skill sets that I'm learning can sort of extend that out and help people because there's everybody you know has this i can help you with your podcast i can book guests on your show so i'm really trying to learn a different angle if that makes any sense and then that's kind of why i'm doing it. at least that's where i'm at right now okay speaking of angles randy is on the floor i am so <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> Why are you on the floor, Randy? Because I kept getting kicked off, and so I'm now plugged directly into the router, which is on the floor in the corner, and I'm Grandpa. I'm the old one of the three of us, and I'm on the floor. Well, maybe we need to control you a little bit. It's like put, nobody puts Randy in the corner. No, Randy. Well, he's literally in the corner right now. <laughs> on the, I mean, literally, if we, we could take a picture of this, I'm on my stomach so I can actually speak into the microphone, hoping my router doesn't fall off of the shelf. So we'll see how, <laughs> but I kept getting We're under a tight window right now. So we got to keep moving before he passes out. Yeah, I know. We, his his body no, we need numb. to pray that Alexander the dog doesn't discover how much fun it would be to come and join. Right Ooh. now, Alexander the dog is sleeping, but if the 55 pound dog wakes up, this whole, this could take a nasty little turn. This may not go well. So, okay. <laughs> so while we're on it, then Randy, why, why are you doing your show? What is behind it? Talk you know, <laughs> education i think i think there's a there's a common element to the three of us which is why i think we found each other and i i all i refer to you all frequently as my support group 
my podcasting support group. You're part of my 12-step program. <laughs> oh. oh boy to rediscover myself no i think we do it because we want to learn i think we do it because we like conversation i think there's similar aspects to our platform uh i think it's also hard for me being a solopreneur i work from home it, it's a very lonely lifestyle and i think people don't realize that but i love to meet people and living in naples florida i have access to a lot of interesting people oh, yeah. so but you know more than anything i want the content to to stand on its own Mm-hmm. I want it to be good. I don't want to have to, oh, I mean, I don't want to beg for people to follow me. I don't want to beg for people to to, to rate me. I don't want to beg, I don't want to beg, 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 beg to be noticed. Sure. Um, I, I want to be noticed because the show is worthy of that. And really, if I had a goal, I want to be the guy that people actually want to talk to. Yeah, I like that. I want, I, I want Oprah to want to talk to me. That's fair. And somebody listening knows her. <laughs> now the begging will start. No, no, I'll beg for <laughs> No, I will beg for Oprah anytime. I mean, I've begged for Oprah on many of my shows. Hilarious. I'm, I'm one degree of separation, uh, separation away from her and with a few people. So yeah, but no, I, I want people to want to do it because they know they're going to be respected. They know they're going to have a good time and hopefully know that I'm going to not necessarily follow the same interview path everybody else follows. Sure. I like that point. That That's valid. I'm trying to do the same thing too. I can completely relate. And I think I've talked to both of you probably countless hours on the side about my idea of this being a pub. Mm-hmm. That that's every, yeah, I've just, I, I keep being told that it, it's like people are listening to me and my guest at Starbucks. Right. So yeah. my, my, your people are drunk and my people are not. Is that the difference? You're getting them drunk. Probably. And Probably. I, and I'm just, I'm having the sobering discussion in Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, anytime you're at the pub, think about it. You get one-on-one with a person. You can just get really deep. It can wander and flow all kinds of different paths. I do tend to do a lot of research so I can mm-hmm. talk about specific things, but I'm very into the one-on-one conversation. It's somebody that if I'm talking to them and I met them at the pub and they started talking and I wanted to sit there for three hours, that's what I want on. Yeah, I could see that. You rocket research. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, you do really well. You really, really rocket research. I feel that's like an area where I could improve, but mine is open mic and it's kind of unintentionally become, it started out as a, you know, a journey podcast as it's called. But it's turned into an interview show. So an open mic night is where a comedian can come and work out their material. And or musician. Just, or musician. And I feel like my platform has become that, where a guest can come on and work out their stuff. And we don't necessarily talk about what they might normally talk about. So I guess I just kind of figured that out in my head. Uh, so thanks, gents, for that. Because <laughs> that's, that's a good that's metaphor. A, a really cool analogy. That's an incredibly cool way to look at it. Yeah, because I don't know. I it's, that was kind of my idea once I started rebranding things, and uh, you know, it's kind of like late night meets NPR. That's the way I see it. At least somebody told me that. A guest I had at one point. But it's where, where common- are you drinking with your guest? We've got Starbucks and we got a pub. Where are you drinking? He's a wine broker, Randy. Don't let him. He's I'm oh, drinking wine. Right. I'm drinking you're in, wine. You're I'm in having the Bay a- area. You're at a wine bar. You were. Totally I actually at a wine put bar. that in my booking page. Yeah that 
you know, if it's morning, bring your coffee. If it's night and you want to have a drink, let's have a drink. No, I don't. Nobody said anything yet, but I, I would be down for that. You know, in California, he has other options too. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that on the air with guests because that would just make me tired and hungry. So, hey, Ro- Joe Rogan could do it. Oh. Yeah, but he's Joe Rogan, and not everybody that comes on that show smokes. They don't. He's made that very clear that it's an option. No, only Elon Musk. Right, but it makes his entertain. That's why he goes for three hours. I couldn't do that. I'm at like forty minutes tops, and I have to pull out because I'm like, this is getting. It's starting to, to go long. That was the dirtiest, filthiest thing you could possibly have ever said. Am I supposed to sit here and pretend you didn't just say, <laughs> I can go 40 minutes and I go long, or I mean, then I pull out. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't mean to take it to that place, but my God, half the people listening have gone there. So anyway. Yeah, he's on the floor, so it's not I'm on the floor. <laughs> okay, well, perfect. In our um, adventure and what we are doing right now, I think we all do need help. Randy said he doesn't want to beg, but we're all going to beg a little bit. I beg. No, I, I'll beg a little bit. I don't want to. It just depends to on the, the level of what you're doing. Yeah, I don't you're want not, to. You're not, de- you're not desperate. You're not super desperate. I, I, you know, you do it in a way that's, I think, Randy and you too, Eric, that you do it in a way that's not really like, please, please, please come on my show. I think we all have decent resumes at this point to where we can reach out to anybody. They may not say yes, but we have, we're worthy in a sense to maybe take a big swing at somebody that probably will say no, but then they might say yes, you know, cause you know, can I make an observation though? And I believe this to be true. I think the right people say yes to all of us. Oh and yeah. I yeah. Think, and I think the wrong people say no. And I believe that because I've, I've taken big, 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 big swings as we all know. And I've gotten a lot of yeses on some of those swings and I've been disappointed by some of the people who said no, but in hindsight, I'm like, you know, I'm so grateful for the people who said yes. I think those no's were meant to, should have been no's. Sure. Agreed. I'll take that even further. I'm, I used to worry when people had to cancel or reschedule. Oh yeah. Or things like that would happen. And now I feel like the interview will take place when it needs to take place uh-huh. using some of the Randy logic. And ironically, I think sometimes the delayed interview winds up being a better interview because everyone is relaxed. And mm-hmm. now we've already established a relationship that we're working with each other. And we're understanding people to each other. And that mm-hmm. helps yeah. to get to another level. Hashtag yeah. Randy logic. Hashtag Randy logic. Yes. Hashtag, hashtag Randy well, logic. That's, Stealing that's that. Harder. Using that. Yeah. Thank you. That's true. Because I just double, I just rebooked with Robin Hauser. Again, Randy made that connection. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I've been in Sundance the past week and a half. And I'm like, oh, wow. That's a now whole nother That's a whole nother <laughs> thing we can discuss, you know. And she met Ty Burrell from Modern Family. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like, hey, you know, let's talk about that. So it gives me another 30 minutes or so worth of material to talk about, you know, about what's it like to bring a film to Sundance and that sort of thing. So I think it, it all works out really well at the end of the day. Well, she is worth the wait and your people are going to love her. She was wildly popular on my show. Wildly very excited. popular. Yeah. Well, let's look at the what is the one thing? Randy, that people can do that will really help you out? Well, you know what? I I don't think anything's for free. I really don't. And I was thinking about this. We don't get anything for free. In theory, we are offering all of these shows for free. 
But I think the one thing you can do as a listener, it literally takes one second for you to click like. One mm-hmm. second, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Twitter, it takes one second. You add a second or two if you also click like and share it. You know, get involved and help us because, you know, we're not getting rich doing this. We're doing this for the love of. Oh, goodness, no. Yeah. You know, we're doing this for the. We're, we're, we're here trying. All three of us are trying to bring value into the world. We're trying to help our listener be entertained, learn something, and feel better about a world that's not always such a feel good place. Very true. If we're doing that for you, please help us out. Now, I sound like I'm begging now, and I'm really not. I'm pointing out sort of the obvious. You know, it, click the like, share it, talk about. It. Hey, I would love it if I found out somebody told me that they somebody actually verbally told them about my show. It wasn't sure. even an online thing; it was a water cooler thing. You know, I, I think that's so important. Please do talk about in your social media platforms and in your real life. If you like the show and you're getting it for free help us reach more people because we can do more good. Agreed. Right. I, I think it's the same message, you know, just the second verse, the remix. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's that, you know, because Dave Jackson made a good point because you're either, you're paying for something either in time or in dollars. Uh-huh. And even though I'm on Anchor and I, I have sponsors that pay me, you know, cost per mile or minute, it, it's, you know, it's, I'll have to say I've made about 50 bucks from the ads that run. Well done. And it's it's gotten increasingly better. That's not a lot, but it's enough to buy Starbucks or your microphone, you know, a new microphone. So I'm living the dream. And, (laughs) but I think, well, yeah, I mean, I can actually say I've gotten paid to do this. I mean, I obviously couldn't live on that, but ideally, but I, I agree with Randy. I think it's just, you know, a like or a share or something like that. However that works, you know, I don't know. Or even an email is great. Hey, I heard your show. Usually I just get emails that are Prince Arabian scams. That's I've been getting a lot of those <laughs> since I've been calling to action my email address. I will take really you off weird. my list. You won't get them anymore. I won't. I'll Thank take you. you. I appreciate that. So yeah, same thing. <laughs> Eric, what about you? Um, I guess I'll be a little more demanding. I would just like to hear from you. I would like to hear what people want. Mm-hmm. I want to hear directly from you. A uh, couple episodes back, the first behind the scenes, I had reached out and said, hey, go ahead and give me an email. And somebody actually did. Yeah, that was I was sweet. Yeah, it was Bruno Amaral from, uh, I hope I'm saying it right, from Portugal. And that was that made my month. That was the best thing ever. I was and super sweet. I've come to realize that, wow, it's funny. If you actually tell people, hey, please contact you, maybe they will. I built the whole website out finally unstructurepod.com. I'd love to hear from everybody in any which way. You can even book a call with me and I'll, I'll talk to you about anything. could be about the show. It could be about whatever. The weather, just talk to us. Can I interject what would mean so much, I think, to all of us too? We want to help you. All of our content is meant to help you. You know mm-hmm. what? And if we do, and if our guest does, let us know. Oh, please, God, let us know. That's yes. how we really get paid. That's how what that, that's our heart that's the best. Yeah. If it helps you, then we can say, hey, that really helped. And then we could double down and do it again and again and again. And even when I, yeah, even when it's, you know, when I have somebody who's really well known, I mean, uh, Ginger Z and I, Ginger Z and I agreed. If we helped one person today by listening to the podcast, that was a really good day. And we want to, we want to know that. So agreed. Oh, fantastic. Now, what do we have coming up? Randy. Oh, 
Um, well, I'm, Susan Bennett's coming down to Naples, as we know, series. And so I'm doing another show with her. The goal all along was that she would be the announcer every single week, but like three or four times a year that we would do kind of the BFF show. So we will be doing our own show and I've had some fun stuff. I've, I have Sarah Evans, really well-known country singer, uh, who also happens to, well, she's also kind of, there's a nepotism thing involved in <laughs> yeah, nepotism sort of helped me out. I, I have the right family contacts to get to her, and she's phenomenal, and I've followed her career for 20 years, and um, she is so much more than just a musician. And then I have a housewife. I have Vicki Gunvalson from the Royal Housewives of I'm Orange jealous. County, who I know because I've, I've interviewed and talked to a couple times when she comes to Naples. I have lunch or dinner with her, and I love her, and I get her. And uh, I had a really wonderful conversation with her. And then I have a filmmaker, another documentary filmmaker coming up, James Keach, who's done another oh, wow. documentary on Alzheimer's. And since my mm. mother suffers from that, um, and I was very lucky to actually meet Glenn Campbell's wife, Kim Campbell, based on James's film, I'll Be Me, which was about Glenn touring with Alzheimer's before, mm. before I did the podcast. I'm really excited to actually find out what he's done now with Alzheimer's uh, with this new film. So yeah, I'm pretty pumped. I, I've, I've got some, I, I like the diversity and what I've got coming, coming up. Yeah, it's great. That's fantastic. Brett, what do you have coming? I, I almost had a reality star, Beth Bowen. We just never could make it happen. And then I think she just kind of gave up. So I'm jealous that you have a real housewife. I bet that's going to be a fun conversation. So I'm going to do a solo show on Monday. I haven't done one in a while. I have some things that I want to talk about. So I'm going to do that on Monday. And then I have Chris Parker from what's my IP address.com. Super cool guy. We talked about marketing, a lot of great podcasting tips and that sort of thing. SEO, search engine, how to get your show out there. He recommended a few things to me to, to get my show out there more. And, uh, he mentioned a website, repurpose.io, where you can turn your show into little video snippets for YouTube and Facebook. So I'm kind of playing around hmm. with that. And then I have Heather Ann Havenwood. She is sexy boss out of Dallas, <laughs> Texas. And she sells the sexy. She's super cool. And we're going to talk about just a lot. She's like a female Gary Vaynerchuk. That's what she refers to herself as. So it was a fun conversation. She definitely kept me on my toes. We're going to talk about the difference between an entrepreneur and somebody who is pursuing something, you know, as a dream versus, you know, actually building something. So she drew some cool points about there's a big difference between someone who starts a franchise versus someone who is an entrepreneur. And there's, in her opinion, a distinct difference. Sounds like Seth Godin and the freelancers versus entrepreneurs. Yeah. So she's very strong on the point that if you invest in Chick-fil-A, or five Chick-fil-A is that you're not an entrepreneur because an entrepreneur is someone who creates from the ground up. You're an investor because everything is set for you. You don't have to set up prices. You don't have to set up marketing. It's just all handed to you in a nice little neat box. So there's that. Eric, what about you? Coming up, I have somebody who Randy also knows, uh, Jeffrey Hazlett. I'll be interviewing tomorrow. He's so great. Yeah, he's kind of everywhere and everything. He was the uh, chief marketing officer for Kodak back in the day. He was on The Apprentice, ran a program there. Um, he runs what's called C-Suite 
which is a television network, a radio network, which he created from the from scratch. And then on Tuesday, I'm really excited. I did a cold reach out and he accepted, but um, I have Steve Magnus coming on. Oh, wow. And I don't know if everybody is familiar with him, but he worked with Alberto Salazar on the Nike Project, left the Nike Project because of uh, injections and things that were going on. He's very high level. He trains Olympians and he focuses a lot on performance and other things. One of the things I'm excited to talk to him about is the fact he's very against the whole body hacking kind of crap. Oh, that should and be he interesting. He brings the science to it. So I tend to have my little feelings on certain issues. So if I can get some strong personalities and I'm very happy. Very cool. Now, aren't you going to ask me how Barbie emailed me? Oh God, I forgot about that. I, so if you don't follow, follow Randy <laughs> on social media, you have to, because he posts some really fun things. Barbie emailed and me. I mean, you know that you're doing good. You're breaking is through. Is it the, vo- the voice of Barbie from like Toy Story? Or it what? is the voice, the first. And she found me. That's what's wow. so cool. She found me. She had listened to a show, evidently had read my book or got my book and was nice. reading it. And That's, that's and, awesome. Yeah. And also had listened to the show with me and Susan. Uh, Susan Bennett, and she's she was the voice of Barbie when they started to animate Barbie in the 90s, when my oh. daughter was a Barbie fiend, and I think she was the Barbie for quite some time, and I was like, do I want to interview Barbie? Well, hell yes, I'm going to interview <laughs> Barbie. That's <laughs> crazy. I mean, because I also guy- love the story. I love the story how she found me and, and reached out and was so positive and interesting. And I've got, she has to have great stories about her time as Barbie. So, and you also, you, you made a comment too. Do you know the voice actor for Donald Duck or was that something else? I do know the voice actor for Donald Duck. Well, I, we have to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel Ross, my friend, I'm actually, I'm in a movie actually uh, a, a little, I mean, indie, indie, I mean like cheap indie called ninjas versus zombies that came out in like 2010. And I'm the new vampire, the new bad guy in town at the last five minutes. And yeah. And these guys I knew in Northern Virginia decided to shoot this film and to, you know, and they got a distribution deal and I was helping them a little bit on marketing and they put me in at the last five minutes as a vampire and Daniel's in the movie. That's how I met him. So that's crazy. He's like, he's iconic. Very iconic. The same guys, you know, up there with the, the voice of goofy and, uh, Brett, Brett, Iwan who does Mickey mouse. Like yep, he- that's a dream. That's a dream guest for me. That one, or, you know, Brett, Iwan. I don't know if he does these types of interviews, but I would love if anybody's listening to this and knows him, I would well, I tag them on that post to see, you know, I'll have to call him and find out what's up. But no, I know that he is currently the, the voice of Donald duck right now. And has crazy. been, I think for a couple of years. So he's, yeah, the, yeah. I, I know exactly who it is. He, he's doing it. He does everything from park voices to movies, to video games. He's the guy. Well, he's, he's also tr- every time I saw, like saw the movie tag last night on, on HBO. And I thought Daniel should be in this movie. I mean, he's so ridiculously funny and so that's cool, talented. And I, I, I'm glad for his Donald Duck gig, but man, he deserves to be huge. He really, he's that talented. So very cool, man. Exciting. That's awesome. All right. So we have a lot coming up and where can people find you? Randy? www.jones.show. Oh, or the other thing we should all talk about. I have the Jones.show lounge on Facebook. So that's where you can come interact. And I would love that. Yes. Come and play. Yep. 
Definitely. Eric. Oh, me? Theopenmicpodcast.net. That's where you can find everything. And, of course, social media as well, all over the place. Cool. And I'll take the second turn on the name drop, unstructuredpod.com. Finally have a site up, so be thrilled if people check it out. And, yes, I have a Facebook group as well, and these two are both in it. It's unstructured. I well, it's not really unstructured. It's a very structured Facebook group. It's not. Re- oh, oh, you mean it's called unstructured? I get. <laughs> Have you been reading it lately? Trust me, it's very unstructured. It's it's pretty unstructured <laughs> lately. Some things that people post in there, I'm just like, you are the most structured, unstructured person I know. Though. On the spectrum, oh, yeah, my it's God. funny. Yeah, it's called irony. Yeah, it is quite you ironic because you're very structured. But guess what? Look it up in Wikipedia. There's unstructured interviews, and I match it. Okay, I will look that up. That's in the assignment for today's listener is to look that up in Wikipedia. Yeah, please yeah. let us know. All right. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Yeah, thank you. Thanks.